Hey, beautiful lady. Have you ever vented to your girlfriend hoping that it would take the stress away and it just didn't? Psychologically, when you vent, it's not going to turn off your stress. But the psychology part of emotional freedom techniques actually is going to allow you to vent about everything that just happened in a way that can help you turn off your stress. Today, we are continuing our discussion on emotional freedom techniques, one of the most amazing techniques for turning off your stress and finding peace in your mind and body. And it is going to gift you the ability to vent and rant about everything that just happened. Welcome to the Stress Release for Christian Women podcast. My name's Laura, and I am a mental health practitioner, a Christian woman, and a survivor of mental health dysfunctions and disorders on all ends of the stress spectrum. In this podcast, we are going to be talking about stress and mental health from God's perspective, what mental health resources help to turn it all off, and how you can find peace in your mind and body no matter what storm is raging around you. We are going to be talking about some heavier topics that are not suitable for kids. So if you've got kiddos with you, grab some headphones or save this podcast for later and know that this information is simply here for educational purposes only, not to replace any advice from a trained mental or physical health care professional. If you do need resources for that, you can check out my website, which is linked in the show notes below. So settle in. Take a deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth, and let's learn, grow, and find peace in your mind and body together. Hey, beautiful lady, welcome back to the Stress Release for Christian Women podcast, and welcome back to our second series, Help for Your Stress. This series is a 10-episode series all about three amazing mental health techniques that can help you turn off your stress, release your emotions, and come back to the state of peace in your mind and body. Last week, we started talking about our first technique known as emotional freedom techniques, also called EFT or tapping. And today we are continuing this discussion on EFT we're going to talk about the psychology part. So EFT fuses psychology with acupressure. And the psychology piece is found in the words that you say. So EFT has phrases that you say and acupressure points that you tap on. And this is going to be the words you say. There are two different phrases that you're going to use when using EFT. A setup statement and a reminder phrase. Your setup statement is the phrase that you use at the very beginning of a round of EFT to really set your brain up for success in turning its stress off, releasing those emotions and coming back to that state of peace. And the reminder phrase is just there to remind your brain because brains get distracted very easily. And this is just going to remind your brain of everything you talked about in that setup statement to keep your brain focused so that this technique can work efficiently 
and you can get out of your stress faster. These two phrases are going to use exposure and cognitive therapies to do this. We talked about that a little bit last week. Exposure therapy exposes you to or brings up the negative, and then cognitive therapy grounds you back down in the positive, which is really reminding your brain of the good things that exist in the world so that you don't get so lost in the negative. The setup statement is going to use both of these therapies together, and it goes like this. Even though I have this problem, I deeply and completely love and accept myself. The beginning half is exposing you to the struggle, the negative. In this case, it says, even though I have this problem, the words this problem are just a filler in this generic phrase. And we'll talk later about what to put in place of that to work through your specific stress. And then the second half is the cognitive therapy. I deeply and completely love and accept myself. This deeply profound statement that's positive and beautiful and is going to shift your brain back into the state of peace. And we're going to talk later in this episode about modifications to that phrase to make it really work for you in case that didn't feel true to you. Now, the reminder phrase is just going to use the exposure therapy, and that is just going to continually remind your brain of the thing you need it to focus on and work on, which is your stress so that you can turn it off. And that is just going to go like this, this problem. And again, you are going to fill in place of those two words, a whole bunch of details. So what this exposure therapy part is doing is bringing up this problem. And your problem is your stress. Your stress is a compilation of three different things. There's a whole bunch of things that just happened in your external environment that your brain decided was dangerous and was unsafe and just was too much for you. And it triggered this stress response inside of you to react to that world around you. Once you are in that survival mode state to react to the world around you, there are emotions that you're feeling. And then along with those emotions are physical sensations. Emotions are a very felt thing and there's a heartfelt part of them, but there's also a physiological part of them. So your stress is a compilation of what happened the emotions, and the physical sensations. And the way EFT is going to help turn that stress off and release it from your mind and body is by you talking specifically about all of that. EFT works by you getting specific to your life, to your situation, and to what just happened to you, around you, and inside of you. The way your brain works with EFT is that you need to get really specific about what it is that you're struggling with. You don't just have fear or anxiety. Something happened in your external world that your brain reacted to. 
And now, because of this reaction, you have all these emotions and all these physical symptoms. And that is oftentimes what people call fear or what people call anxiety. But your brain needs to know all the details in order to really understand what it is it wants you to work through and to turn off. So this is where you need to vent to your girlfriend, as I call it. When you use these phrases, these psychological phrases that talk about this problem, I need you to get really specific with with what the problem is. And I need you to pretend that you are venting to your girlfriend. Because when you go to your girlfriend and you vent, you don't give her the cliff notes. You give her the telenovela. There are so many details. What he said, what she said, the look on her face. What was he wearing? If you just talk about the fear or the anxiety, all it's going to do is think you're trying to work through every ounce of fear you've ever experienced or every ounce of anxiety you've ever felt. And that is way too much for your brain. There is no way to turn off the stress from all the stressors of your life. You need to work through one stressor at a time. And while that can seem very putsy and tedious, it is going to be very efficient to use EFT one stressor at a time. And this technique is really efficient. It's going to help you turn off that stress and release it for good around whatever just happened in your present day life if you truly get your brain hyper-focused on just the one stressor you need to work through. So when I say we're going to talk about this problem and that you need to get specific to your situation, I need you to really get specific, like you're detailing everything to your girlfriend. Instead of saying this problem, you are going to fill in What just happened in your present day life that has created this stress response inside of you, right? Your brain got triggered. It thought something was dangerous or overwhelming and it got stressed out. What happened in your external world? And I want you to go in depth. And then you're going to talk about all the emotions you're feeling right now because of that. And then you're going to talk about all the physical sensations you feel in your body from all of that. When you describe what happened in your external world, again, get specific. Tell your girlfriend everything. Instead of saying what that lady said to me, I want you to get specific. You're going to say, when that lady said, nice dress today with her judgmental, snappy tone of voice and that look on her face of disgust and amusement. There's a difference. One of them is kind of a title of a story and the other is the narration of the story. Now, you don't need to really go into an hour-long monologue. What you're going to do is give details enough that if you were telling me or your girlfriend, we would understand what happened and why you're not feeling so great because of it. You want to really get your brain into those juicy details, like her judgmental, snappy tone, that tone of her voice, the look on her face of disgust and amusement. 
because your brain's going to tune into the emotions you felt in that moment when you encountered her in that way. And while we don't want you to feel the emotion so fully that you drown in it and get lost in it, you are going to need to tune into it enough to work through it. You are going to need to bring it to light enough to get it up and out. If you completely deny that it's there, you basically just bottled it up and your brain can't release it. So for EFT to do its job, you need to get detailed enough that you're feeling enough of that emotion that your brain can then work through releasing it and turning the stress off from it. Now, also, you're going to list emotions. Oftentimes, you are going to have multiple emotions. Maybe there was anger, and then there was shame, then there was sadness, and then maybe some fear. We're complex beings, and you're going to have a complexity of emotions when you go into these stress states. So when you work through this, you're going to feel multiple emotions, but I want you to delineate them out and just start one at a time. You can talk about the anger and the fear together, but again, it's going to be a lot all at once. And your brain and body are going to be able to handle it and work through it to get you out of it a lot swifter and more efficiently if you just do one at a time. So whatever the biggest emotion is, start there and talk about that emotion. You detail what happened with that lady and then you say, and this fear or this anger or this shame. And then once that emotion has released, then you can start working through the next emotion and they will release where you don't feel them anymore. This may be something new to you. You may have never in your life felt an emotion through to its completion where it doesn't exist anymore. Most of us have never been taught how to do that. So we don't, we feel the emotion until it hurts too much that we bottle it up. But emotional freedom techniques is going to free you from these emotions so that they're gone for good. And when you feel an emotion, there's a physical sensation that goes with it. So I want you to describe what physical sensation is going with that emotion. And again, you're probably going to have many emotions. And so many physical sensations might happen in your body. If you are capable of delineating those, do so. Fear may be shaking in your knees, but the anger may be this burning hot sensation in your chest. And the shame may be this like heavy burden on your shoulders. Sadness may be a tingling in your face or jaw. So whatever feelings you have in your body, if you know what emotions those are associated with, link those together when you detail out this problem. You'll describe everything that lady did and you'll talk about the fear and the shaking in your knees. And then once the fear and the shaking in your knees is done, then you move on to this burning hot sensation of anger in your chest. Then you move on to the heavy burden on your shoulders of shame and you just let it work through. 
And the reason you're describing these physical sensations is because it's part of your stress. Emotions are not just in your heart. They're in your body. And that stress is in your body as well. And so we're just getting your brain hyper-focused on the exact thing that you want to be free of so that it can turn off that stress and release all of this for good. Now, when you describe these physical sensations, I also want you to get really descriptive. This can seem a little goofy. I want you to describe them as if they were visuals. Describe them in a way that I could draw them. And you would look at that drawing and say, that's exactly what I feel right now. Again, we're getting your brain focused on what it is you're feeling. And this is just going to put words to that. So your brain can really hyper-focus on it to get rid of it. So I want you to talk about what it looks like, what the color is, the texture, the shape, the size. Is it moving or not? This can get a little goofy, but if I talk about this sensation in my chest, that doesn't really tell me what it is. But if I talk about this burning hot fireball in my chest that's dancing around, it's very descriptive. You almost see a movie of it. And I'm guessing you're like, man, I might have even felt that at some point in my life. When I get angry, I feel this burning hot in my chest. It kind of feels like a fireball. When you first start doing this, it's really weird. But the more you do this, the easier it's going to get. And the quicker you're going to be to just start to label what it is. And you're just beginning to communicate to your brain what it is you're feeling to give it a leg up and being able to efficiently and safely turn off your stress. So those three things, what you experienced, your emotions, And what physical sensations you feel in your body are your stress, the cause of your stress and the symptoms of your stress. And that's what you're going to put in place of the words, this problem into your setup statement and your reminder phrase. Even though yesterday, this lady came up to me and said, nice dress. And she had this tone of voice and this look on her face of amusement and disgust. And I had this burning hot rage running through my chest like a fireball. I deeply and completely love and accept myself. And then as you tap through the points, you repeat all that narrative of the lady and what she did in the burning hot fireball rage in your chest. And it sounds so weird and it sounds so negative, but it's going to keep your brain hyper-focused on the problem that you need it to help resolve so that it can actually resolve it. And when you fuse that with the acupressure tapping, it will resolve it. Now, the second part of this is the cognitive part, the positive part where you get to bring your brain back into this state of peace. And the phrase used is in your setup statement. I deeply and completely love and accept myself. That is a beautiful phrase. And 
a lot of women struggle to feel that that's true. And as a Christian, we can honor that only Jesus is capable of true love and acceptance. So it's not true. The reason they use this phrase is that in the research, in the clinical trials, those exact words have proven to be the most effective. Even though no one's truly capable of it, it helps the brain really find peace. Because if you state that and claim that, it usually does have a positive effect on you, even if there's also some tension of it feeling not true. Now, I want to make sure that you truly come back to the state of peace when you say this cognitive phrase, because if you don't, you're going to get lost in all the problem, all the stress, all those emotions. And it is not only going to be miserable for you, but it's going to make the technique less effective. So we're going to try to find a modification for you to help this phrase ring true. One of the things you can do is add on some words in the beginning to make it true for you. Maybe you say, I am choosing to deeply and completely love and accept myself. Or I want to deeply and completely love and accept myself. Or I'm trying to deeply and completely love and accept myself. Most women find that those actually do ring true because they do want this and they want to choose it and they want to keep trying to achieve this. You can change this and turn it Christian, which is what I've done here at Christian Stress Release. And you can add Jesus into this mix. The phrase I use in my work is, I deeply and completely love and accept myself the way that Jesus loves and accepts me. You can also add in, I choose, I want to, or I'm trying to, in front of that as well. I'm trying to deeply and completely love and accept myself the way that Jesus loves and accepts me. The goal here is to find peace in your mind and body. And this phrase is going to help you find some of that peace. If you can, keep the original phrase and just add words to it because the research is showing that that phrase rings powerful in this technique at helping you turn off your stress. If for some reason it just doesn't resonate, you can try things like, Jesus loves me unconditionally. Heaven is my home filled with, and list all the good things you're excited about heaven. Or maybe, I have all these good things in my life. And you list some of those good things. If you have a lot of trauma from physical danger in your life, maybe there was an assault physically or sexually, a car accident, a natural disaster, or war, sometimes when you're in a stress state, there might be something externally that triggered it, but you are going to have this fear that you're not physically safe. And sometimes that fear can be stronger than the power of the phrase, I deeply and completely love and accept myself. So if that's the case, try one of these phrases. 
right here, right now, I'm physically safe. Or right here, right now, I'm okay. When you do that, you look down at your body and you take a visual scan of your body to force your eyes to see the truth that you are safe and no one is touching you. Nothing is hurting you. Then you let your eyes scan around the room so that you see visually that you're just in your living room. It won't pull your brain out of all the trigger, all the stress. That's why we're using EFT, but it's going to help bring you into some safety, which is another word for peace in this case. It's going to prove to your brain that you're not being harmed right now. And sometimes that is enough to feel okay. And that can be the cognitive, the positive piece in this setup that can be safe enough to shift back and forth in between that exposure therapy and that cognitive therapy. So EFT is this fusion of the exposure of your stress, i.e. this problem, what just happened, all the emotions, all the physical sensations that came with it, as well as this positive reminder that's going to gently guide you back into the state of peace in your brain and body. And you oscillate between those two three times in the very beginning of every round of EFT, bringing up the negative, grounding in the positive, bringing up the negative, grounding in the positive, bringing up the negative, grounding in the positive. And it sets your brain up to really understand this is the bad thing I want to work on, but I'm still okay right now. So we're okay. And then it can move forward in doing the actual technique to turn off the stress and release the emotions because it knows what stress and emotions you need to work through and it knows that you're still okay. And then as you move through the technique, you tap on these different acupressure points while talking about the problem again, your reminder phrase at each different point to keep your brain focused on the problem, focused on the stress at hand, So it knows this is the one stress you want to work through and you want to turn off. And these are the emotions and physical sensations you want to release. And by keeping it honed in on all of those specifics, it will efficiently work through the stress, turn it off and release those emotions and sensations you feel. Now, most people, while they love the effectiveness of this technique, They love feeling the calm kind of wash through them as the stress releases. They don't love all the negative talk. If you love venting, this is your jam. But this technique is going to mostly talk about the negative. And one of the complaints of EFT is that it's so negative and people just don't want to talk about the negative. And it is true that without the confines of this technique, you don't want to just rant and rave about all the negative stuff happening in your life because it will pull your brain into the negative and get you stuck there. You'll stay stressed, you'll stay miserable, and you'll stay pessimistic, which people don't want to be around. 
And so it's true that in life in general, we don't want to just rant and rave and vent about all the negative. But with tapping, we are going to keep you talking about the negative for a very specific reason. And that's because tapping works by bringing up the negative with the words you say. And then the acupressure tapping sends those signals of safety to your brain so that now that you've triggered that stress response, you can turn it off. What I mean by that is when you think about what that lady said about your dress, you will relive all the stress. And you're going to need to bring that up enough into the light to then teach your brain to turn off the stress response completely so that the next time you think about what she said about your dress, you don't have that stress response anymore. Every time you get stressed and you bottle it up inside of you, it imprints and wires into your brain. And the next time you think about that memory, you have a visceral reaction of stress to it. The tapping is going to send those signals of safety to your brain to turn that stress response off completely so that you never have that stress response again when you think about that thing. And when you get stressed, you feel these emotions. And emotions, again, are not just this heartfelt thing. There's actually a physical reaction in your body. And there's actually a biochemical and hormonal reaction in your body. So there's chemicals that get released every time you feel an emotion. And you are going to have stress hormones being released when you go into these high stress states like adrenaline and cortisol. And when you tap on these acupressure points, it's going to help flush those out of your body as well. And that's where you help release the emotion so that when you're thinking about the woman in the dress, you're thinking about that situation and that stressor, you don't go into that stress response, nor do you feel all those emotions. You don't have those hormones and chemicals floating around in your body. They are permanently released. Think of this like cleaning your kitchen floors. If you want to clean every speck of dirt, dust, and food off of your kitchen floors, you need to turn on the overhead light and get down on your hands and knees and really scrub all in there to make sure it's clean. You would never turn on the lamp in your living room, get out a broom, and just half-heartedly sweep your floor. In order to really get your floor clean, you need to shine the light on it and see every ounce of dirt in it, and then you need to scrub it clean. EFT works by turning on the light to every ounce of that stress so that you can see it and really kind of in a little way relive it just enough. And then the tapping on the acupressure points does the dirty work of scrubbing it out so you're clean. The next time you see that lady, you don't have this visceral reaction in your body of this stress response and all these emotions. Because that stress response is no longer linked with the memory of this lady and what she said to you. You'll remember what she said to you, and you may have a little bit of a guard up, a boundary to not trust her so fully, but you're not going to have a visceral stress response, and you're not going to get lost in all those emotions again. 
So EFT exposes you to that stress. It turns the light on and brings that stress to your conscious mind and really into your brain's awareness. And then it grounds you back into the state of peace so that you can stay safe. It knows that we're going to bring this up to work on it, but we are still safe right now, so we don't have to get lost in it. And then it leads you through every detail of your stress so that your brain can turn it off and flush out those emotions and physical sensations and hormones and all the things in the process. It is an incredible way to turn off your stress that is effective and efficient. And it's going to do it in a fairly short amount of time without making you feel it so fully. Now, this psychology piece is just one half of EFT. The other half is the acupressure tapping. And next week, we are going to talk about the acupressure part of EFT. We're going to talk about what the nine acupressure points are. I'm going to teach them to you so you can actually try them for yourself. I'm going to teach you how to tap properly, how to fuse it with these psychological phrases so that you know what points to tap on when you're saying what phrases. And then we are going to bring that all together. And I'm going to give you a little sneak peek into a practice round where you can just try EFT and see if you like it. If you are wanting to try EFT right now, I have a membership linked down in the show notes below where I have recorded myself on camera guiding EFT for you around different struggles that women have in their lives. So if you are stressed and struggling with emotions and you are curious and you want to give EFT for a try, check out down in the show notes. There is a link to the Stress Release for Christian Women membership where you can find EFT along with other techniques pre-recorded on camera and on microphone. So video and audio of me guiding them for you so that you have access to them 24-7 to help you turn off your stress, release your emotions, and come back to the state of peace in your mind and body. I hope this episode opened you up a little more into understanding EFT, understanding what this goofy technique of tapping on your face and torso while saying certain phrases is and how it can actually work. And I hope that it maybe shed some light on how it can help you and really be a light for you in finding peace and finding good after all this stress you've been struggling with and carrying. I'm praying for you. I love you. I hope you have a beautiful day. Take care. Thank you so much for listening today. If you liked this episode and are looking for some additional resources to help you turn off your stress, including overwhelm, anxiety, panic, and trauma triggers, check out my free mental health video linked in the show notes below. In it, I guide you through one of my favorite mental health techniques for turning off all of that stress in less than five minutes 
no matter where you are. Truly, you can turn off your stress in under five minutes in public and no one will ever know. It's that amazing. Download it from the link in the show notes below and let me carry you back to this state of peace in your mind and body. I'm praying for you. I love you. I hope you have a beautiful day. Take care.